The Married Man is here. Part one of two of et cetera, bros. Hey, man, we here, man. We, we married. You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different Brandon in the building. You feel me? Yeah, man. Mr. and Mrs. Brandon Schultz. How's the wife, Great. man? She's doing really good, doing really well. We all, you know, blessed, you know, coming down from that, that wedding high, but we hope to stay up there. <laughs> all right, man. You ready to do this? I'm ready, man. Whoops, <laughs> wrong song. Man, just cue the intro. All right, y'all, welcome back to the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, Sometimes Disingenuous podcast, where we talk about morally and intellectually ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous things. Now, considering who's on today, this will be 99% genuine. <laughs> if this was a few years ago, this would be very similar to the Avery episode. Hey, man, yeah. listen. Look, 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 we, we, can, we can mix it in that episode. You know, okay. that's how it goes That's cool, man. So, y'all, right now you're hearing the voice of my other line brother, my seven. There's nine of us all together. I got seven on right now. I had Steve on, which is our four, aka Quad, aka Blue Bull, aka. DJ so wavy, aka all that stuff. So, so book me now, thank me later. Yeah, book me now, thank me later. Yeah, AKA, man. AKA, AKA the wedding of my D, uh, the DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The DJ of his, uh, Brandon's wedding, you know. So, That's yeah, cool. man, I got my seven on today. My man Brandon, you know, um, I've known Brandon for a little over ten years now. We're gonna get into how we know each other, but a short story is. Uh, of course, we met when we started Pledging Sigma a couple of days before, literally. So, no, y'all, I asked Brandon to be on for a couple of reasons. One, because I've known him over 10 years. Uh, he's my line brother. And I thought it'd be a nice touch to have him right after Steve, because the two of them, they are known as the et cetera bros. I don't know if y'all listened to the last episode, but I applied for membership to be an et cetera bro. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my application is still pending, you know. Yeah, yeah, me, I guess I gotta take a few more trips. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's the World World Tour, you know, we continued it in Jamaica. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure going to bed at seven o'clock doesn't qualify as an et cetera, nah, bro. You nah, know? Nah. Nah. Actually, you know what? Since we 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 at the 30 age, you know, we, we can we can look, we can review some things in regards to the bed. <laughs> push time. it up to eight. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we can push it up. <laughs> Nah, man, I've seen Brandon literally, you know, grow. I mean, he's my line brother. So I've, I've seen him grow mm -hmm. through so many stages from college to manhood to now a husband, you know. And um, y'all know this whole project is about talking about people's overcoming adversity and inspiration and motivation. And no one has the right to tell you or anybody else's story that it's not motivating or inspiring to somebody else. 
So um, even though he's a little younger than me, just a tad, I still look up to him in a lot of senses because, you know, he got his own business, which we're going to talk about. He's married, which we're going to talk about, you know, um, and he's an et cetera, bro. And I'm still trying to get in. But yeah. So, nah, man, I asked him to be on, you know, for those reasons, man, because I definitely respect the man that he's grown up to be that he is now. Um, yeah, man, definitely. Appreciate you know, it. so. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start from the top, man. Um, when I first met Brandon, like he was that annoying little brother. <laughs> this, this was like, even on like literally like maybe two year, a, a year, not even no, because you just turned I, thirty, I, right? I, I just, I just turned thirty. Yeah, so I'm like a year older than Brandon, like whatever, yeah. like you know. But you know, when we were online, man, like he was just—he didn't even have facial hair on his face. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> looking like, looking like Franklin the Turtle. yeah man so you know um but that's the point of pledging a fraternity you know what i'm saying you guys you you dealing with so many different personalities and me and steve didn't get a chance to talk about this and mainly because i knew steve many years before sigma but brandon i met him when sigma started you know Mm -hmm. so um when i first met him we we didn't know each other and you know what i mean and as we're going through the process i was like man this dude is Knowing, like you know, <laughs> you know, because we didn't know. All I knew was Steve and Amir. That was it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you. I didn't know Akil. I slightly knew Avery. Whatever, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. So, like to see you grow from then to who you are now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can remember in college, my senior year. I'm gonna go ahead and embarrass you. Uh, I looked at Brandon as what we call super sigmas. <laughs> hey, <Maybe>. no, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, I, I, look, I give you that, bro. I was, I'm, you know, my mother named, named me Brandon for a reason. And the first, what, four letter, five letters, Brandon, you know, I was a, I was a walking billboard for Sigma. No, hey, he know. was, he was, yeah. but I tell you what though. Uh, and I think the read, the, 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 the difference was I was just so ready to graduate and leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. cause Brandon, we all live together. Oh yeah, the mob and, house. In the mob house. The and mob uh house. they threw some very wild parties. Very fun parties, you know. We yeah. hey, listen, even though I'm married, you know, we, it's, it's, it's still it's still there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the stripper parties, you know, the blue yeah. panty parties, you know, all that, <laughs> stuff, all that stuff, bro. Don't 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 get it twisted, man. We we had fun. I was in a relationship at that time, right? And the only yeah, I know, right? We ain't gonna yeah, that that we ain't gonna talk. I was wild but like <laughs> so being in a relationship as a senior in college in a fraternity, like I was smoking dope. But um so I tell you, bro, I try to tell you. <laughs> you know, so it's like when when my girlfriend at the time was out of town, like I was forced to stay in the mob house, and that's when I was just like, yeah. <laughs> you know, because it was wild parties, man. So, but nah, man. So, yeah, dog. How's everything been, man? You know, right. you getting married, and you know, what I mean things. How's life? Because me and you haven't talked, spoken in that long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean. So, this is kind of us catching up, but everybody else hearing your story at the same time. So, so originally, I'm gonna go back to what you were saying about how you know we first met, and I'm gonna tie you know me meeting my wife, and then how it all came together with my business now and what we're doing now, but. Originally, Spencer, I probably wouldn't have known you if I didn't, if I didn't, you know, annoy our dean because originally I wasn't even picked to be on Sigma at all. 
Um, right. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't yeah. like, and, and it's funny thing is, I work. I work a lot, so I've always had two or three jobs at one time. Like even now, I'm still working multiple jobs. But like that summer before, I just knew I was gonna be a sick. I had three jobs. I was working every day. I barely enjoyed my summer, um, but I had all my my financial money ready, and mm-hmm. I didn't get picked. And y'all were still doing y'all thing for like a, like a tad bit, and then after that, um, someone plugged me in. And then, you know, next thing you know, we all in, you know, in a meeting together, I'd say. Um, (laughs) Yeah, in a meeting. In in, in a meeting. And, you know, that's where I met everybody. Um, And then, you know, kind of kind of went up from there. But getting to know everybody online, you know, was interesting. It was it took us it took me a while to learn everyone because I didn't know anybody at all. Yeah. Like I'm I'm fresh. I'm fresh out of a a relationship in, in a relationship, got out of a relationship while I was online. So I'm like, bet that's perfect timing because I know I'm gonna see this through. And then yeah. on top of that, you know the 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 opportunities are endless afterwards. But right. um, yeah, meeting y'all, man, it was it was fun. Me and Spencer got mad stories about you know certain things you know that we had to <laughs> pretty much you know test our brotherhood, see if we're you know we're we're, we're, we're together. The Miss uh, the Miss Blue and White pageant. I was going to strangle Brandon over that. <laughs> yeah, no, you got you to remind me what happened. Hey, because I was so mad at y'all, man. Like, cause I'm like, yo, we got a perfect opportunity to like. Go the I was like, I'm just going to do this by myself. Like, and then y'all finally came to the to the meeting. But yeah, I was I was strict on that, man. I was I'm very particular when it comes to the image of something, like or right. or working towards something. Um, and even with my own business now, even in you know marriage now, you know it may not. It may look a certain way, but you still got to put a lot of work into it. But right. even with Sigma, I learned, like like you said, you know, I was a, the super Sigma guy. I was. I was always strolling everywhere. We could be in the library and there could be a stroll competition going on. <laughs> I'm doing that drum. Like, and, and nobody's never going to say, yeah, yeah, Brandon and them, they don't know what they're doing. Because I never wanted that to happen. But yeah. I think I was just so excited. And plus me being the youngest online, I think I just brought that that specific energy. Like, I'm fresh out of freshman year my first semester sophomore and i'm with a bunch of you know juniors and 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 seniors so i'm like i'm excited right just to be around everybody and everything um sometimes you you need that right right no i mean i definitely gotta give you your credit like i'll pull your leg a little bit but i can tell you all that uh brandon was probably one of the most hardest working college students all around i remember uh, i think it was our no because junior year, we were all in a step show and won. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then our senior year, Gamma came. And Brandon was driving. I'll never forget this. Brandon was driving from Eastern Shore to Morgan State. How many times a week? Like every day? No, nah, I wasn't every day. It was, it was maybe like two or three days out of the week. Because I, I was able to learn the steps like efficiently. And I knew we just needed some money. So I'm just right. like, yo, I'm just going to do this real quick. I had a, a pretty much you know fairly easy schedule. For school and I don't think I was working at the time. I think I was working with the Ravens. Right. I think I was at that time. But okay. um yeah, you know, they said, look, we'll we'll slide you five hundred dollars, which was half of the prize money. I already knew they were gonna win. So it was like a, it was a it was a nice little it was a nice little business deal. So that's you know for Alpha Mu, I, I was like, let me just go ahead and bite the bullet real quick, get some money in our bank account. Yeah. Quick, easy. And I, and I wasn't even on stage more than thirty seconds. So for thirty seconds, I got us five hundred dollars. I didn't know that part. Yeah, yeah, you still got uh, something left? Nah, uh, oh, you know, right. you know, the, 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 the new dude's got that now. I don't know where that <laughs> um, no, the reason I bring that up 
is because, you know, I'm a big believer in the past is the best predictor of the future, you mm-hmm. know. And with someone who had that type of work ethic in college, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's only multiplied as an adult and nice. all the things that I see you do now, you know what I mean? Like with your business, with your new bride and all this other mm-hmm. stuff, I'm happy for you, Thank but you. I can't say I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you were doing this, you were, you were hustling like this way back then even even before even before uh even before eastern shore like you know i I always had for whatever reason three jobs but when i got to eastern shore i kind of kept it going and on top of taking like 21 credits during each pretty much each semester that's how i was able to graduate early so i only did three and a half years at the shore but yeah at one point in time i was working with the ravens coming down here twice a week then i had an internship in salisbury i was going to that on top of that classes on top of that sigma on top of that hawk radio um, and a whole bunch of other stuff that I was doing as well. I was just involved in. So, and being social. So, you know, if you're social, you're going to want to be at every single event. Yeah. Then, then you got the, the shorties at school too. So you can't forget about that either. So oh, it's just, oh, we, we going to touch that. We going to, hey, we, we can touch everything. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to keep a G rated, <laughs> no, no, you know, because no, I don't want the misses. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not, even though I'm married, I'm not a G rated person. Everybody knows that. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm not, okay. I'm not G rated at all. All right. So, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, um, there's only but so much I can speak to the quote shorties unquote because, <laughs> uh, like I said, I was a lover boy back in. Co- I mean, I'm still yeah. one now, but like I'm a grown man. You know, yeah. what I mean? back then I don't know what the fu- I, I don't yeah. know what I was doing. Uh, <laughs> I love, bro, I tried to tell you. I, but I, tell you, I, tell you, I said but we would have events strictly to entertain you know whoever would 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 come to our events, and Spencer would lead with. My girl, my relationship. I'm like Spencer. This ain't the time for that right now. Let's focus on what we came to focus on, which is the jumps, and that's it. The jump. Hey, to give everybody an idea of how stupid, idiotic, and asinine and somewhat contemptuous I was back then, right? (laughs) I had, remember, Jimmy and Dean made us do, each one of us had to do a program, um, our own event. Yeah. I vaguely remember, yeah. And I had the the balls to do a relationship program with worth as a senior I, I remember that. I remember in college. That. And here I am 20, 19, 20, 21 years old, giving relationship advice. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, and, and, and like, know, to be honest with you, Spencer, it, I mean, even you giving relationship advice, it was some quality jokes coming in there too. Like, yeah, I love Spencer, blah, blah, blah. Like they were saying this on the side. So don't think that what you did, wasn't like a, a staple or it didn't matter yeah. like you you yeah. had a couple jumps on the side like hey this pencil available i was like you gotta <laughs> like you know well um if we gonna talk about like and i feel that and i appreciate mm-hmm. that you know what i'm saying it's just like how life is how growth is how evolving is mm-hmm. like those are the time that's the time of my life where like if facebook brings up an old status from that time i cringe you you you, 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 you <laughs> Look, I, I, I ran through my Facebook and my Twitter and deleted all the cringy stuff. All, all of that is gone. I don't even like whatever advice or whatever the fuck I did back then. I promise you, I don't remember. I don't follow it. I don't like. You know what I mean? Like you know. So it's like I I, I I'm grown now. 
You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And it's like, we're going to get to, all right, we can talk about the shorties now, but well, of course, yeah. we're going to get to what we talk. I'm going to talk about my lay. You're going to talk about, of course, yours yeah, cool. and that's how cool, everything is, is evolved since then. But, you know, and we didn't, we couldn't have conversations like this back then. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because, you know, we're, we're in college. All we was talking, right. all we was worried about was being at the party, strolling. Mm-hmm. You know I me. Mean? I remember one time I was in a mob house, right? And uh, I hit a, no, ho- uh, homecoming. Um, we had just won the step show, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a young woman in there who shall remain nameless. I don't know if she listens to this or not, but uh, I remember I had a little thing, you know what I'm saying, in my mind for this young woman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i remember we were in um the the suite right the greek suite uh-huh. and she goes y'all got any blue juice i said mm-hmm. yeah. I, 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 I get you some <laughs> hey bro listen listen man that the blue juice was a connection man yeah that was a connection right that was a connection she said uh now mind you she never knew i was a sigma because y'all remember how low-key i was you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like i never really shit i ran into some girl on campus and thought i was a transfer like i never Ayo. was really out like that so like she never knew this particular person in the greek suite mm-hmm. she never knew i i was a sigma so mm-hmm. she goes y'all got any blue juice i said yeah i'll get you some oh my you God. know so later that night we were in the mob house right and i remember like i come out of my room wearing you know letters and she goes, you a Sigma? I said, yes, ma'am. And she goes, you live here? I said, mm-hmm. She goes, what's your room look like? That's when I said, shit. Uh, no. I was no, like, no. nah. You know how many times I got that, bro? Yeah. One time we threw a party, right? And it was like one girl that I just wanted real bad. And and I think I was always nice with people when they we would have like pregames at our house. Some people would just get too messed up to the point where they cannot drive back home or they just had like a, a distance that they had to drive. So I was like, look, I don't want you driving. We're about to have a party. My room is free. I'm not going up there for a while. Just don't steal nothing. And, <laughs> right. you know, lo and behold, this person that I was talking to at the time or whatever, you know, before I, I met my wife or whatever. But right. um, at the time she came over, she, she didn't hit me with the same thing. I want to come see your room. Why well, I opened my door, I forgot I let the girl spend uh sleep sleep my bed and like sleep off her, her alcohol <laughs> and like that had the biggest disappointment on my face man. but you know uh, <laughs> okay last story about the mob house uh, last story right i remember another young woman who shall remain nameless mm-hmm. uh because i know for a fact she followed me so she might hear this so i ain't i don't uh, ever drop names on here anyway but yeah still. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if the shoe fits it's like nah uh, so that's <laughs> <laughs> so he's playing scenes fancy yeah <laughs> yeah 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 so i remember this particular young girl had a thing for me mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you know and i was just like nah i've been a lot of things i've changed a lot but the one thing i've always been is faithful like i ain't never done mm-hmm nothing crazy like you know in any relationship i've ever been in so like you know i was like nah fine as hell but i was like nah i think i know what you're talking about yeah you you probably you told me the show and when i tell you when you told me who it was like my jaw dropped to the right way are you serious yeah 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 i was so mad at you and i was like bro and because you know i even shot my shot at her but she would she just wouldn't she wasn't paying me no mind or whatever but when you told me that i'm like man what yeah i'm like that was a wild story yeah man and remember um 
y'all was throwing up. I think y'all was having not a party, but y'all just had a few people over the crib. But this particular time, I actually had my girlfriend at the <clears> time <throat> in my place. And mm-hmm. I mean, in my room. And I remember you and Amir texting me, Spence, don't come out of your room. Mm-hmm. I was like, why? Right. And right when I sent that text message, why? All I heard out in the hallway was, where my baby daddy Spence at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, you, and you know, you know, he used to get on my nerves. Amir would always leave the door unlocked. One of y'all two would leave the door unlocked. <laughs> so mind you, I'm, and this is like when we first moved in. Mind you, right. I'm, you know, just ha- enjoying my college life. So I'm, I'm talking to everybody. So right. at this point, you know, people know where we live at. And the door would be unlocked. So girls would just like walk in and just wait for us to get home. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, y'all can't do that. Y'all have to lock the door because you're gonna get somebody in trouble. Like, yeah. Yeah. Y'all, and y'all yeah. never, y'all never locked it, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good times, man. Good yeah, times. Good times. Good times. Good but times. you know what, though, man, we can we can reminisce and talk about all that stuff. But like, I, I don't. When I say I miss it. I didn't take I was in a I was in a rush to grow up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I was in a rush to graduate. I was in a rush to just do all this other stuff. But being who I am now, looking back, it it is one of those lessons where it teaches you, man, just enjoy every moment. Like my, my lady now constantly, she's always saying, Spence, you gotta live in the moment. Don't live in the future, don't live in the past, live in the moment. Don't worry about you know how we grow now, man. I'll be stressing yeah. over work and other stuff or whatever and like you know she'll see it on my face and i never had any woman to do this before and mm. she'd be like what are you thinking about and i'd be like damn mm. like how did <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. and i'd be like nah i'm chilling like nah you need to live in the moment mm. you know what i mean so i think about what she always says and then i think about like stories like the one we just told man and you know back then man we didn't really have any stresses we didn't really have any you know, real responsibilities, you know right. what I mean? We were kids, you know? Right. And but I think, I think stress leads to you not living in the moment. Right. It does. Yeah. 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 Stress, stress research shows that stress is the leading cause of the top five causes of death mm-hmm. in America or whatever, mm-hmm. heart attack, stroke, suicide. As a matter of fact, Sunday, Monday, in New Year's Sunday, Monday and New Year's Eve are the highest statistical rates or highest days in a statistical setting where suicide is committed because all three of those days represent a new beginning, a new change. Right. But right. for some people, it isn't a new beginning. It isn't a new change because they're stressed out over about stuff that's like not even hit their plate yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're right. Stress, yeah. you know, but we didn't have stresses, kids. Yeah. And it's, it's funny that you, you even brought that up too. Cause I, cause now I'm finding myself, um, trying to remind myself to live in the moment because back then like you said you know i was a super single guy i was just enjoying it i was like i'm never gonna get right. this time again like i always knew that so i'm like i'm gonna go hard like every single day i'm in college right now my grades are straight you know i'm very active I'm social with everybody so that's why i was going so hard and i wasn't worried more so about the next day more mainly about schoolwork. that was probably the only stress but i didn't really hit like a wall of like major stress or I would say depression. I didn't even know if that's what it was. Like the semester that y'all left. Really? Like, and I, I think it was just like, it was just time for me to go as well because mind you, I had friends there, but the majority of the bulk of my friends all had left. 
Right. And so I was, and I had enough friends there, but it wasn't as close. Like I'm now, I'm staying by myself. Now I'm, I'm the only one from our line that's still there. But we have our neos. But you know, they're they're in their own little thing, which they should be. Right. Um, but yeah, now that you said that, like you do, you definitely have to live in the moment. So now I'm trying to keep reminding myself, you know, you gotta, you gotta enjoy what it is right now, instead right. of just worrying about you know the next moment or the next minute or the next hour or the next day. Yeah. Um, you have to enjoy it right now. So I'm trying to get back to it. And I try not to say I'm trying to get back to my old self because that self is never going to come around. But there are qualities of myself from college that we were talking about that I'm like, I need to bring that back out because that's what made Brandon Brandon. Just being a lot more uh, carefree and having responsibilities, but also being carefree and just and living in the moment. One, um, right. just in, in, you know, going for things that that are in my mind that I'm saying, hey, I always wanted to try this and not pushing it off. Um, mm-hmm. And just, and just taking more chances and more risks with, with certain things um, and, and being excited about it and not worrying about it. Um, a lot of people will say, you know, before they get married, they weren't really worried about marriage. I definitely was because you want to make sure that's something that is a right decision. But as long as you have a partner that's going to say, we're going to be okay. You know, my wife did an amazing job with that. She's like, we're going to be good. We're going to be good. I have my mm-hmm. days. I have my days where I'm like, look, we're going to be good. And she didn't feel that way. So we had to, you know, balance off each other on that. But some of those qualities back then, I'm trying to bring it in now and moving forward. Like every day, I can see the progression of how it's, how it's going, how my life is going right now with me not worrying about, you know, anything right. living in the moment. Right, right. Now, nah, man, I'm going to take a detour because you had uh, – just said something real heavy about Shanae. Well, Shanae, your wife, about, mm-hmm. you know, how before y'all got married, you were stressing over something and this, that, and the third. But, like, she's mm-hmm. giving you that reassurance, you know what I mean, that things are going to be fine. Things are going to mm-hmm. be okay. Now, if you would have said that to me a little while ago, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have, you know, we tried the conversation would have went continued. But the reason why, like, I, I want to touch on that, man, because, you know, um, and you, I'm pretty sure you understand the importance of this is having someone in your life romantically mm-hmm. that supports, reassures. Right. right. You know what I mean? Um, I never had that until mm-hmm. now. Yeah. yeah. A, a lot of, a, I, I didn't either. Honestly, and I'm still getting used to it because, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I was so used to like quick relationships Right, and I can say right. I, I probably experienced something like that or something similar to, you know, what my wife provides to us now for our relationship. Now I probably experienced it maybe one time, but I didn't recognize what that was because in my mind I knew like this is going to end. So I'm not even going to take this as you being supportive for me or to me. Right. Um, it's just you're 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 basically putting on a, a facade or a mask just to, right? You know. Yeah. eventually this is going to fizzle out yeah. but it is very important to be with someone who does provide <clears throat> constant reassurance i have to remind myself as well to do the same thing with her of course if she's if she says something you know i may not react the best way immediately but then i have to reel myself back in and say hey this is not um a moment for you to be selfish you have to show support based on someone's vulnerability and how they expressed it to you. So you have to take a lot of steps back sometimes and look at the situation when you're with your partner or with, you know, your girlfriend or fiance, whoever it is you're with, and yeah. then say, how can I support this person based off of what the information they gave to me and then vice yeah. versa. You want the same as a guy, 
you know, getting there sometimes is a little, it's a little weird. It's, it's odd because you don't, <laughs> you don't is. get it. You don't get it as often. So I don't, right. I, I have a very supportive family. Like my mom, and my dad are very reassuring, but right. getting it from someone that you, you didn't grow up with, or you completely don't know. And you're romantically involved yeah. you and you've been hurt in the past before, or you just went through some stuff. It kind of makes you hesitant on accepting that reassurance from that person. Yeah. Nah, man, you're right. Because it's like you, I know we come from similar backgrounds, you know, parents <clears throat> still together and you know what I mean? Um, oh, mine yeah. not. Mine not. Oh, well, support is support. I mean, yeah, happy, support. Fam- yeah, yeah. happy family, happy fan. Fuck it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, you know, so uh, what, what do they say? Tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah, right, whatever. right. Uh, <laughs> so, no, my point in saying that is, yeah, it's to piggyback off what you were saying like yeah family you know it's 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 very nice to have a family that's supportive but mm-hmm. when you're doing when you have someone that's let me, let me put it in more specific terms when you're supportive of your romantic partner and it's reciprocated mm-hmm. like that is important and right. this isn't conducive to just you know a man to a woman a woman to whatever this is all universal stuff like you yeah. know what i mean support is support mm-hmm. and you know with my lady like you know what i mean like i'll find myself you know like it's some stuff i've talked to you about or other people mm-hmm. about like you know that it's a little stressful you know what i mean like in the past i thought what was standard was someone a woman anyway in my in our experience mm-hmm. oh just pray about it you'll be all right um you know and i i didn't take any offense to that because i'm thinking that's what i'm used to like that's right. what i was used right. to you know what i mean right. so you know if it's something or if that like, you know, because mm-hmm. when I was working at night, you know, for six, seven years and just being completely miserable, I tried my best to hide it. But, you know, sometimes it would come out mm-hmm. and then like, you know, it, it just it, the support. If I was seeing someone at that time, you know what I mean? It, it really wasn't there, you know, but now being with someone that like, you know, I was uh, on the phone with her the other day. And, you know, I was kind of expressing something to her, like, you know, just kind of venting. And, you know, she has said, well, first and foremost, what I need you to do is stop doubting yourself and recognize the talent that you have. Mm-hmm. So it was like a quick uh, silence yeah, on the she, phone. She, 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 she hooked you up real quick. Yeah, I was like, yeah. cricket, cricket, cricket. I was yeah. like, huh? I mean, granted, now this is something that like she's always done, but this is just an example. You know what I mean? And like, she, I'm not going to get into too much detail about it, but just goes down point after point after point after point about Mm. like you know you don't feel like this and you need to understand this and this is what you need to look at you need to look at it from this perspective and this that and the third and like i was always used to doing that to somebody else that's why i say when it's reciprocated you know what i mean like when it's when Mm. it's you know and with you being you know taking it to another level to marriage man you know i'm I'm already gonna assume that that's already there um yeah. and I'm I'm gonna be very this is the part this is why sometimes this is called the sometimes morally disingenuous <laughs> podcast what I'm about to say uh, because and I never said this to my lady but she listens to this so she thought she gonna hear it yeah. um listening to her and now let me put a disclaimer out there uh, I'm not saying that I've never met phenomenal women before 
I'm right. not saying that. I'm not saying I've never met because, you know, me. Same, and you, same, same here. Same here. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm not same saying same I've same never met women who aren't supportive or whatever. I'm saying in a romantic sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's I'm being specific to that. Right. You know, where you're romantically involved. I've never had that until now. So I don't want anybody to, that's listening be like, well, I said this, that, like, no, nah, I ain't talking mm-hmm. about, you know. Um, right. So, yeah, what I was about to say was talking and listening to her about how in this the supportive things she says is the, reass- the reassurance that she gives the confirmation she gives it makes me wonder what the fuck i was doing with any other joint <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? like it makes me like wonder like because you know stuff ended with those people yeah you know, oh you know you like damn man but, and i'm looking back like what the yeah, you look. You, you feel those so disgusted with yourself. Yeah, what, like, what, what, what was I, I tripping over? Like, start, start, start wrapping up your jacket. Like, yeah. <laughs> now, for for you, Muff, if if y'all listen to that, I don't give a shit. But like, <laughs> anybody else, you know. So you know, we can't be genuine all the time. That's why I said ninety nine percent genuine. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but nah, man. On a real note, it makes me wonder about like, well, damn, what was I doing with them? Like, why yeah. was I tripping that that ended? Because I never got that. Mm-hmm. It's to yeah. the point now, like, if I have an issue, if I have somebody, if I need to vent or if I need to this, because I used to hold that in all the time. Mm-hmm. Man, she the first person I'm calling, right. you know? And it's and like you said, with Shanae, it's, it, you do that for her, too. So it's not one of them things where you're constantly putting your shit on somebody else. Right, you know what I mean, right. and you're not giving it back to them. Like, nah, man, we we I have conversations with her all the time. But I'm just saying, man, it's important, and I'm glad that us as black men have me, you, a couple other brothers we know, mm-hmm. you know, um, that like if you ever listen to if y'all listen to the episode with Justin where he's talking about Maya or Brandon mm-hmm. when he's talking about Ebony. Like mm-hmm. now, you know, Brandon, it, well, you Brandon, my line brother, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, another married brother on here. You know what I mean? And like, That's I, know, I, heard, I heard that one. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't have people on here that are bitter that it is or nothing like that, man. You know, it's all love. It's all positivity, you know? Right. So I'm just happy and I love it for me and you and other brothers that we know who have found these women who like, you know, we, we feed into each other. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, and I know I know for me it took me a while to 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 even get to that point. Right. Um because before then like you said I've met phenomenal women as, as well. Plenty plenty of them. Whereas I didn't know how to open myself up a certain way. Right. But they were telling me like hey it's okay to be this way with this person. It's just you're so closed off and used to X type of person. You're not even you're skeptical yeah. of everything almost. So, and it, and it, it's not a fault that you want to have. It's just like if you experience it as a guy, you're like, okay, I kind of see why you have this this shield up all the time, right? Or or you you just feel like, hey, I don't need to even say anything because as soon as I say something, you know, all hell breaks loose. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, we're not gonna. I'm I'm just thinking out loud right now, mm-hmm. like you know, and then it goes into that next topic of like you know, well, maybe no one taught these people. Cause again, this goes for women too. Like there are men out there that do not support, that do not know what to say, that don't know. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You got no, those type of guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm all yeah. equal on this thing. You know what I mean? This, this yeah. is universal, but like, it goes into that one, that next question of like, damn, well, maybe no one ever taught them. No, they didn't have a background me and you have mm-hmm. of support. 
So then you got to look at it from that aspect too. you know, glass half full, half empty. That's why, you know, I'll talk a lot of smack or talk a lot of crap. But like, you know, you got to have that empathy. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You're you're another. I mean, you're my line brother, but you're another Mm -hmm. brother in Christ as well. So, like, you know, living that type of lifestyle, you got to have that empathy where people understand, well, well, damn, maybe they didn't have this or maybe they didn't have that. You know what I mean? Like when I hear, you know, women complain about men not holding car doors, maybe nobody ever talked. Bro, bro, I don't know if you'll be on Twitter, but man, it's it's like it's like every day is gender wars, but it is. It's like it's like the most basic stuff. I'd be like, how did y'all not experience this yet? And y'all are like 25 and up. For right. the most part, my timeline is that way, and then you know you got right. the the Gen Z and X or Elemental P, whatever generation. <laughs> and, you know they they they're 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 creeping on your timeline as well. But like small stuff, like you said, or I would say, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, chivalry, mm. I guess. Um, small yeah. stuff like that. I'm like, how did you not experience this yet? But it's a real thing. So and then vice versa, I'm looking at it as what you just said with you know, me looking back on who I was dealing with and I never experienced this until now. And it's like, you know, I look at, I look at everybody. If I know you're not like everybody lacks something. So when you're showing empathy to a person is, you know, they're able to relate to you and they're always going to want to, for the most part, come to you and express certain things because you met them at a level of understanding where they feel comfortable, you know, opening up to you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, um, it's, it's a lot, it's disheartening to see men and women going at it like mm-hmm. we are, um, you know, cause I try to be positive. You're positive. Every shit, mm-hmm. everybody done a hat on here is positive, you know? Yeah. And so you're right. Like, you know, it is gender wars and I'll see people and I don't like that whole, like, well, how do you not know? Well, you don't know something, you, yeah. you know, like I made yeah. the example of like, you know, when sometimes women complain, he don't hold my car door. Well, there's sometimes men complain about women not doing certain things. Maybe nobody taught them. You right. know what I mean? And it's like, but if if you if you know so much, why don't you stop pointing the finger and take the time to teach them and talk to them? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, for example, um, me and my girl, like our first date, you know, we took the dogs to the park mm-hmm. and, you know, we're walking back to the cars and her shoe was untied. You know what I mean? And so she goes, well, I got to tie my shoe. So, you know, I just, you know, it was a reflex. I just bent down and started tying her shoe, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She goes, oh, wow. So <laughs> I, I, I I turned around. I was like, what? what? What's going on? You know, dogs all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and she goes, oh, no, I, I just never had anybody tie my shoe before. Yeah. And that's all for real. I didn't go, what? You ain't never had nobody do that. Like, I was just like, oh, hey, man, you know, shit, man, this, you know, well, uh, 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 welcome to the spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I had, so, I, me, when me and um, my uh, wife started, like, first, like, getting to know each other, she did yeah. something like that, too. I'm just like, hey, yo, I ain't never had that happen before. Yeah. I, think, like, I, had, I had messed up, like, one of my, like, my favorite shoes and, like, a favorite, favorite pair of pants. And mind you, I'm, I'm, we in college, I, it ain't like my wardrobe is, extensive and super expensive or anything right. like that but you know i still took pride in my stuff and right. like she got like the stains out like the next day or that day and then like invited me over for like a meal that she cooked like a home-cooked meal yeah and then like yeah. she and then she took me out well not not as our first day but then like she took me out somewhere after so i'm like hey like what you feel what? a little nice yeah, over like, there like, yeah what's, what's this yo? What's, what's this yeah like, yeah, but, I mean, yeah. Even, even with that like that was like i think one of the very few experiences I had because at that time, like that's when I think I started taking 
women a little bit more serious in regards to like what my future was was looking like. I'm still trying to enjoy the moment like we were talking about. Right. But I'm also like looking at seeing like who I would want to, I guess, spend my life with. But I knew I wasn't ready at that time. And I even told my wife when we were dating back then, I was like, I'm not, I know myself. I'm not going to be ready until I'm like 28, between 28 and 30. I just, I know that about myself. Mentally, right. you know, I wasn't going to be there. I can say the words, hey, let's get married. And I'm just not there at all. Right. But, you know, from the jump, I knew my wife was a wife, like off bucks. Yeah. Like I wanted to the very first, like, very first week we started like communicating and hanging out with each other. I was like, Oh yeah, this, this, yeah. Girl, diff- this girl different. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I, um, so it makes me think, I don't know if I ever talked about this on here, but I remember I went to a, um, uh, when I rededicated my life to Christ again in 2016, mm-hmm. uh, March 13th, 1258 AM to be exact. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because uh, if anybody going to put you online, it's God and God himself. Yeah. That's for yeah. sure, you know. So I remember uh, one of the first things I did, I started taking this class at my church at uh, First Baptist of Glenard. You know, the whole church that every black yeah. person in Maryland goes to. Uh, so that's I started like, that's taking... Like, that's like New Psalmist of uh, Baltimore. Yeah, New Psalmist of Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Um, so I went and I took this class called Men Connected with Christ. And um, the uh, minister, Minister Skip was his name. And, you know, I was 25 years old, you know what I mean? So I was still, you know, I was, I was a, I was a born again Christian. Like, you know, I'm trying to learn this whole thing of like being a man and stopping the BS. What is that? What, is that, what does that feel like? Cause I, I've not been baptized. So what, cause I feel like oh, once, well, once, you, once you get baptized for me, it seems like, and I was talking to everybody for me, it seems like you on this straight line and you just, you know, you negative. gotta make sure you, yeah, but but people say no, it's not like that at all. It's nah, just, yeah, it's nah. not like that. There, there, there is a difference between, in my opinion, religion and relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a lot of religious folks, uh, a lot of you're going to hell for everything, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of Old Testament thinking people. Um, you know, uh, of both young and like uh, old and like old and young like minds. You know, there's a lot of people our age that are like that. Like, we'll say, oh, the older generation. No, nah, there's a lot of millennials that are super religious. Yeah. Then you have relationship. The best way to put it is think of it as you was a child, right? Mm-hmm. And you get in trouble. Religion says, damn, I'm going to get in trouble. My father's going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Relationship says, damn, I'm in trouble. I got to call my father. Oh, okay. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. So, like, Christ himself hated religion. I'm not going to get deep into because that's a whole other episode. That's that's, that's a whole New Testament, Old Testament thing. Yeah, Old New Testament, Old Testament. You know what I'm saying? So, you you got people that get baptized. You got people, you know, my ex-girlfriend, she went to um, From the Heart uh, Baptist Church and uh, somewhere in PG. Bro, like, that John was more... <laughs> I, I know. I, I know. What you're yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I, I, I forgot we were recording right now. Like, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, got, I got I got church stories for days. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, so we as soon as somebody says something, and I talk down on anyone, but like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I've yeah, been yeah, to somewhere yeah, yeah. they hold you captive. You don't get a certain amount. Yeah, of yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. When when um when we click out of this this uh broadcast room then i'll tell you about it yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah so you know just because you get saved just because you get baptized i don't mean nothing man that's nice 
You know what I mean? It's supposed to represent new beginnings, but it, it, at the end of the day, it's about how you treat people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? God doesn't care about your resume. God doesn't care about how many likes you got on your Instagram. There's a new pastor I found at a, a Little Rock, Arkansas, the St. Saint Mark Baptist Church, Dr. Philip Pointer. Bad boy, dog. This dude is serious. And he did. Uh, he was a guest pastor at Glen Arden this past weekend or two weeks ago. And mm-hmm. man, like he gave this sermon about stop being so strong. And he he, he, he uh, taught out of Second Corinthians. But, um, you know, he basically was just saying that, like, we are nothing, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and he just starts going down like this thing of in. I love this so much because he's a younger guy, you know, um, and uh, he basically was just talking. And I've heard like to me, real pastors. I'm just over pastors. I know we got a little yeah. top. We'll Listen, back my, on. My, my, my dad's a pastor. So every day when he calls me, it's, mm-hmm. it's I'm, I'm getting it's not overbearing because now right. I, I understand the, the importance of what he's saying to me. But right. Yeah, right. what you're saying, like, right. like, like you said, I, I get it. I'm over the prosperity teachings. Mm-hmm. God is going to put money in your account. Like, oh, yeah. It's, you know what I'm, I mean? I'm, like, I'm, I'm there. The, Peter <laughs> the, the, holy, the holy water in the packet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the 3 a.m. BT. Well, no, that was yeah. uncut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not the daddy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a different, that's a, that's a different <laughs> holy water right there. Um, that's a different <laughs> holies of holies, you know. Um, nah, yeah, I mean, just prosperity teachings, you know what I mean? And like, I like sermons that are about, um, about your character, about what really matters when you check up out of here, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, so at the end of the day, that's what it's really about. And that's what yeah. I've been learning on my Christian walk. But I said all that to say this, getting back to, you know, you talking about Shanae, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, you knew she want, you wanted to be her husband and you wanted her to be your wife. I was in a class and it was a class full of like a bunch of grown, grown, grown ass men, like people are father's age. Right. And I was one of the youngest ones in there. It was a little intimidating, to be honest. But it was just like a very big group therapy session among men. Now, there's maybe three or four black men that I look up to, my father being one of them and a few other mentors. This room was full of men like this. So like, you know, with us being in a fraternity, me being in law enforcement, I'm around. I used to be around assholes. You know what I'm saying? Just just all around ratchet, trifling ass dudes. So Mm -hmm. to be in a room like this, it was very like refreshing. And I remember uh, Minister Skip, (laughs) he we would go around the room every Monday morning and we would talk about how our previous week was because the class is only once a week. So he basically got to this dude who was like in his maybe like late 30s or whatever. And uh, he was like, yeah, man, the minister was like, and he, the minister skip, he was also a marriage counselor too with his wife. So I never forget this, man. He looks at him and he started, he said, yeah, man, this is because I just joined the class. So I didn't know all these guys. He goes, yeah. So uh, how's everything going with the young woman you were telling me about da, 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 da. So the guy goes, well, you know, she's cool, this, that, and the third, and blah, 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 but I'm trying to figure this out, and I'm trying to. So Skip, the minister, was like, let me ask you one question. And he was like, yeah. He was like, do you want to marry her? And the dude hesitated for a second. And Skip was like, eh, break up with her. Mm-hmm. And so he was just like, all the young guys in the class, including me, were like, Damn. 
all the older guys in the class said, mm-hmm, yep, yep, mm, you, you need to let it go. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, damn, like, you didn't even give him a chance to answer. But then the skip minister starts talking like, if you hesitate, marrying someone is one of the most important. And, then, and I'm speaking on the outside end, right? right I'm not right. telling you this because you're married. Mm-hmm. I'm not. <laughs> right, um, right. But he was saying being married, marrying someone is one of the most important decisions you're ever going to make in life. You know, a thousand percent facts. If you are hesitant about the person you're currently with, you as a man, he said, I can't speak for women. But as a man, if I ask you, do you want to marry a particular person that you're with and you don't know, mm. you got to go. She got to go. You know what I mean? Because y- yeah. y'all wasting each other's time. And at 25 years old, you know, I was like, man, whatever, you know. I mean, I'm 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 a reformed hoe at that point. Like, you know what I mean? Like I had just given my life back to God like a week before, you know what I'm saying? Listen, I still had old I still had joints bonnets in my drawers and shit. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm very new to this way of thinking. So I was like, what? That's dumb. Me being 31 years old, I get it. Yeah, you know, I, I get I, it. So we had um so we had, you know, who we went to um a couples counselor and also a marriage counselor. I didn't know that there was a difference between the couple and the marriage counselor. I thought the couple counselor would be the one that would still guide you for, you know, that. But what you said in regards to like hesitation and stuff like that, um, it's it's a hundred percent very true. Now, right. I, I will say this: I'm a person that I, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I look at things from both sides. So to paint a picture. I come from a divorced family on both sides of my family, like heavily divorced. So mm-hmm. growing up, that's, you know, that's all I saw. My parents were, they broke up when I was like five, like four or five. And I saw mm-hmm. like from the time it, you know, well, I remember I, I never seen my parents have like a, like a lovey dovey type of relationship. I never seen, I just seen pictures of it, but I never seen it. So I'm coming in for what I memory, you know, seeing the, the, the divorce part happened and then family members happening, you know, they happen to get divorced as well and on another side as well. But you do see those examples of good relationships. Now, going back to what you said in regards to the pastor saying, hey, don't hesitate. I completely get it because that's a very important decision. You got to feel really good about what it is that you're doing. I know for me, I did like we were together. We knew each other for a while. So it was like, look, I think you understand what it is that you're getting, what God blessed you with. And that's how I felt about my wife. Like she felt like a blessing for me, like specifically made for me. So there was no hesitation there. The only, I would say nervousness or apprehensive feeling that you get is you're about to get married. Like, I don't care what anybody says it, it will like shake your world a little bit. Mm. Um, and, and that, and that's okay. Like, you know, my wife had this. We had, you know, very intense conversations. But <clears throat> before leading up to the matter, wedding, but she was like, I completely understand being nervous about stepping into marriage. It's a it's a big thing, but it's also a great thing when you nurture it or right. when you feel confident about the person that you're going into it with. But that and credit to her because she's a very um, strong person and rooted person in marriage and in God as well. She comes from a, a family that like, you know, husband and wife been together 20 plus years. Her parents been together forever. She comes from a huge family. Right. So seeing that from her perspective, I'm looking on her side of the fence now, like, all right, I see all the good that comes with it. It's just from my standpoint, 
it looks this way. So I can see how someone may hesitate based mm-hmm. on what, what they, what they experience. You know, you're, you're going to a, a men's meeting and the guy's asking you a specific question, but he probably can't get a lot out of what he really wants to say because, you know, he's hesitating to someone else, but to him, he's like, Hey man, this is what I've seen. I'm a little scared and that's okay. Right. But I do, I do agree. Like you gotta be like, nah, like this is the one I want. Like I I know for sure this is what it's it's not like picking a car or anything, but you just know in your heart and in your mind, like this is this is the direction I need to go into. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man, that's that's real. Not you know, it is healthy to look at things from a neutral perspective. You know what I mean? You got to glass half empty, half full. You know what I mean? You can't be one sided in life because why life ain't gonna be one sided with you, you know. Mm -hmm. Um it makes me think about uh and I don't know if I talked about this on here, but um Right when I started my workout, my fitness journey in uh, November, October of 2020, mm-hmm. um, I met somebody around that time. And, um, you know, we were now this person qualifies as the one of those people that I was like, what the hell was I tripping off of them? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, um, you know, but we had met like like around like late 2020, like December 2020 ish. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, definitely came from two different households. You know, she, you know, her father wasn't was whatever. It was just her mom and her sister or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so, you know, I really thought I liked her a lot. Um, you know what I mean? That At the time I did. But after it ended and meeting who I'm with now, as far as like the support, like, yeah, I was wild and by tripping off that. Right. But and I'm saying that because like we were you know, about three to four months, five months in. And I remember like, I wanted to take it to another level. Right. You know, like, cause we were, we weren't like in a committed thing. It was kind of still like the just dating thing or whatever. And, you know, actions speak louder than words. And, uh, you know, I was asking, Hey man, you know, so, you know, where do you see this going and this, that, and the third and blah, 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 blah. And I remember she goes, I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, what you mean? I don't know. Because I knew, I thought I knew anyway. Yeah. You know? There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Like, right. You know, right. You, you feel rooted and sure on what, how you feel. Yeah. And I was like, damn. I was like, for us, I don't know. I don't know. Kept saying it was very hesitant in her voice. So I was a little bothered by that. So the only person that I actually really asked for relationship advice is my father, or because he, that man has never been wrong about anything. And the best thing about it, he still think he's not a know it all, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I remember we were in a car. I said, damn, man, you know, there's somebody's young lady I'm getting to know, and blah, 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 whatever. And I said, I told him the story. And he goes, Well, did you talk to the young woman? <laughs> <laughs> I said, Yeah. He goes, Well, how'd the conversation go? I said, Well, I don't know. Like, you know, that's why I was asking. And he goes, Well, what did you ask? And I said, Well, I asked X, Y, and Z, you know, where do you think this is going? He goes, Well, what the young lady say? <laughs> And I said, she said, I don't know. He goes, hmm, there's your answer. And I looked at I said, huh? Like, that ain't no answer. He goes, no, that's not the answer you were looking for. Mm-hmm. But that's an answer, <laughs> you know. And I'll never forget that. You know what I mean? And it's like I say that to say this, you with Shanae, me with my lady who's eventually going to be on here. I ain't going to put her name out there right now. Mm-hmm. You're you're sure. Mm-hmm. Both of you guys. Yeah. It's one thing if one of y'all is shorty, but the other one is like, eh. But when the both of y'all are like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. nah, this is 
man, money can't buy that feeling, dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> you and, and, know. And, facts, and then on top of that, I, I think, um, you know, going through certain things with her as well, like, you know, the highs and lows of relationships. Of um, you know, that it, when you when you find someone who's like very, not aggressive, but I would say persistent in a way where it's, it's like supportive. Right. More so like, hey, you know, we might be going through a rough time um, or we need to get through this, work through this together. Like you want somebody that's like that because during those days where you don't really feel too sure about something, that person will remind you like, you know, this is what we have, you know, just just because it's cloudy right now. Right. Let's let's work through it and let's see how things are on the other side. And then we keep it pushing or you guys may have to go your separate ways. Sometimes you may come back. Um, you know, it just it really depends on who that person is. But when you find someone who's like a like a solid partner, and I, I compare everything to sports. Like me and my wife, we, we're really like we're really like a Shaq and Kobe type of thing. And it's and it's so cliche to say. But yeah. if you if, if you go a deeper dive into Shaq and Kobe, Kobe was the one that was like always like putting in work. Like he was yeah, just obs- yeah, he was yeah. just obsessed with getting better. That's how my wife is. Mm. I'm more so like the Shaq, you know. I I like go with the flow type of thing. I like having fun. Sometimes I may slack off a little bit, but you know, I may gain a little bit of weight, even though I'm not big or anything like that. But you know, <laughs> yeah. at least I got my partner in crime to say, like, hey, like, come on, let's, yeah. let's put this work in real quick. Let's let's do this. So it's a kind of like an enigmatic type of relationship where it, it does work and when we put that work in, it's like it's a it's a great thing. It's yeah, a really, it's a it's a really great thing. Yeah. And the accountability, I forgot about that part. Um, yeah, that too. The other day, me and my lady, we went to go get uh, this bomb ass bagel shop in Bethesda. I don't know what it's called, but it's fire where mm-hmm. she lives. And I remember like we're eating and, you know, she's like, you going to the gym today? Because I usually like go four times a week. And I was like, eh, and I might just that in the third. She goes, well, I thought you were supposed to go. I was like, yeah, you know, because she a whole yoga instructor. So like she'd be on her shit too. So I said, uh, I said, yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, I might go, but, you know, I got this to do. I got that to do. She goes, oh, that sounds like an excuse to me. Hey, bro. Listen. And I was like, damn. Man, <laughs> listen, listen, man. They, they get on you quick, bro. I was like, bro. okay. You know, so I was like, damn. So I was like, man, let me take my black ass. But, but, you, but you know how the gym breaks go, though, bro. When I tell you, and mind you, like I said, I weigh, I weigh, what, 174. Right. At one point in time, and I wish I had at that time, like someone to like push me just like how your, your girl did for you. Yeah. You know, I gained like, I was going to the gym every day, right. every day after work, five days a week, every single, I did not take a day off right. and put on like 25 pounds of muscle. So I went from like 140 to like 169, something like that. And everybody can see it a little bit. Yeah. And then I just took that one little day off yep. and I, just, I didn't have accountability partner. That's how I, I took that one day off, and then one day turned to a week, month. <laughs> but I, but I'm enjoying the first of my labor because my body is still nice. But this is like, yeah. dang, I wish I never stopped because I was I was on to something. But like you said, that accountability, yeah, being yeah. held accountable is a is a major thing. It is, man. You know, I'm just grateful that like I can have this conversation with you and understand what it means. Mm-hmm. You know, well, now we got that shit out the way. Yeah. Oh, it's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like nah. Let's get to something everybody want to hear. Yeah, man. Fuck all that. that, that, You know, all love it, whatever. You know. Let's get to the bottom. Um, 
Nah, <laughs> real quick, man. Um, I remember uh, for everybody listening, I remember me and Brandon went fishing uh, a little while ago. It was one of them days we ain't catch shit. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it was. It was still. It was still. I. I want to go back. Number one. Yeah. No. 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 We I, definitely I, gonna go. Yeah. yeah that, we that definitely was a nice go. Like. Like fishing is peaceful. It, yeah. I it is. It is. It is. And that was my point. We we didn't catch anything, but that means we we talked for a long time. It was just me mm-hmm. and him. And I remember he had said, "Man, you know, I got a boat. You know what I mean? We should go fishing on my boat." I said, "You got a boat? You know." And um, so, you know, I'm thinking it's like a kayak or some shit. Like, I didn't know what (laughs) (laughs) that's what I thought, you know, he meant, you know, he was like, nah, I got a boat, man. You know, I just got it. And this, that, and the third. I said, okay. And uh, he was like, yeah, man, I'm trying to do this business, man. You know, blah, 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 blah. Where I can do charters and this, that, and the third. I said, man, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm Hey, look, man, I say it all the time. If somebody tells me they got gold to be the head fry cook at McDonald's, I'm going to be right behind you. You know what I'm saying? So, like. I said, oh, you got a boat, man. You trying to do it. That's what's up, man. You let me know, man. You know, da, 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 da. And he's wearing his shirt for his business <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, man, real quick. Um, Let me know how you, because I know you told me you wanted to start your business, you know, mm-hmm. with your adventure with your boat. But, like, how did it come to uh, fruition, I guess? So, uh, two two quick stories. So, we were in school, right? My dad had bought a yacht. So he bought this yacht. I'm thinking, you know, like, why are you buying this? I I don't really go on boats like that. I, I haven't even experienced the world like how I have already right now. Um, mm-hmm. But he had bought it. He was like, yeah, come on. We know, let's learn how to, how to fix this, do this, do that, and the third. I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. I'm over there just bringing girls on the boat every now and then, you know, having little <laughs> dates on there and stuff like that. I'm not thinking of anything in regards to, like, you know, a business. So then fast forward to maybe, like, five, six years ago, I'm taking vacations now frequently. And the last one that I remember that I took, uh, we went to Mexico and Cabo, and we booked a boat ride. And I eventually started talking to some of the uh, captains on board. It was, like, five of them, and they were all cousins. And I just, you know, just ask them, like, like, how did y'all get into this? What did y'all do? What did y'all need to do? Like, how did y'all get the money to buy this three-foot or three-story uh, yacht? And they said, man, we just put our money together. Like, we eventually didn't have this, but we had a smaller one. We were just chartering rides, and then, you know, one thing led to another, and then we got this. So I'm like, man, I got a, a whole yacht at home that is sitting on land because it broke down over time, and I wasn't helping my dad out, basically. He couldn't put all the money in it himself. Um, and then the pandemic came. And after the pandemic, right before the pandemic came, I was looking at a 20-foot boat. It's like an intimate fishing slash sailboat. You know, if you want to go out real quick. Um, bought that. And then the pandemic hit. I lost my job, unfortunately. So it was a lot, lot going on at that time. So I'm like, man, I just bought this thing, trying to replenish some money. Had a friend, uh, my friend Brianna, you know, she mentioned something like, yeah, you should just bring people out on, on board, you know, you know, you can get a little charcuterie board and stuff. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I just want to enjoy it. And I, I'm in like a little funk or whatever. So I, I just want to enjoy it. She gave me that, that idea. And it was maybe like one or two more people that said something to me about it. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to think about it. I'm like, how am I run a boating agency by myself? And that's where like faith kind of set in. So the name of the company it's called Seventh Boating Excursions. So the number seven, obviously, you know, a lot of people don't know. It represents, you know, God. 
And mm-hmm. with seven, you know, that's that's always been my favorite number, not even knowing that I've always been into numerology. Like my grandfather was into numerology. When he passed away, he had plenty of numerology books that mm-hmm. I, I read um, every now and then. But the number seven is just like a powerful number to me. I was born in July. This is the seventh month. I was born at like 7.27 p.m. or 7.29 p.m. I was seven born, I was, online. I, I'm seven online. My birthday is on the seventh. My birthday is on the seventeenth. So it's just like it was just so much stuff matching up to it. And you know, obviously, you know, I love God as well. So I'm like, it just it's just perfect. The way that I wasn't working at the time, but I was able to construct like my logo the perfect way I wanted it to look. Um, all the boats that I purchased, I have two yachts right now, and I have one boat, and I'm working on two more right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and then, you know, just one thing led to another, and I just learned patience. Um, I learned the ins and outs of the boat. I took all the classes that I needed to take. I, I got all my certifications that I needed. Um, and then, you know, luckily my dad, he – I wouldn't be able to do this without him because he's an electrician slash mechanic slash mentor, everything. So he's the one that taught me, like, the ins and outs of every single thing of the boat. Like, I know the ins and outs of all the engines, all the compartments, everything. And then – I come in, you know, I, I put in the luxury part. Like, I want to make sure, just like with Sigma, you know, I put in the work. But when I broadcast it, it's going to look like you on a million-dollar yacht. Um, but even though our yacht is very nice, it's a little bit older, but it's very nice. We refurbished it. I put about, like, almost like $10,000 of my own money into this. So, mm-hmm. you know, going going through the process of getting it started, it's like, man, I hope this work to now is like, you saw that I launched my promo video. Yeah. I, I, I have, I've had maybe like 10 or like 10 to 15 businesses reach out to me. Like, bro, I want to work with you right now. Like, and it's, it's, it's really weird. Like seeing all this like happen right now, like just last weekend, I took, I had a slash excursion slash business meeting with someone and mm-hmm. he was, he loved it. He said, I went on a boat trip in Miami. I didn't get half the stuff or the experience that I got here. So yeah. that's how I know it's it's really working. Just praying about it every day, even hearing people like you or just friends around me saying like, oh, "That's really dope." Like that's that's what you know, kind of pushing me to keep going. Yeah, and just making sure that um, you know, I'm just taking things one step at a time. Always forward. You know, that's yeah. that's pretty much that's pretty much it. That's dope, man. Um, I said it before, and I say it again. You know what I mean? When you've known somebody for a long time, you know, when y'all were kids essentially to mm-hmm. them being grown and doing the amazing things you know that you're doing right now uh you know with your business uh venture entrepreneurship um and only because i remember you talked about it you know mm-hmm. um and that was what i think that was like two years ago yeah that yeah, was like, like, two, years like ago. two and a half i think, I think yeah yeah two years ago yeah you know to see it you know to see it come to life, man, it's a beautiful yeah. thing. You know what I mean? When you have a goal and you have a, uh, you know, and, it, and I, I say it all the time and I can say this to you, you know what I mean? I didn't, we didn't get to where we are because of us going to school because of who we know mm-hmm. or because of us maybe being intellectually inclined. It's God. <laughs> and I, and I, honestly, That's it. All, this, all this is supposed to happen. So like, if someone asks me like, yeah, like, you know, how do you get into the boat? And, I'm never going to say, yeah, I've just loved boats since I was a kid. 
this is just something that God just like kind of ordained for me to be in. And it right. kind of fits very well because I like going on vacations. Every time I go on a vacation, I always try to go on a boat. Even on our wedding, we had a planned boat ride, you know, for the entire wedding party and, and all our guests are going. So with this, like I would have never said, yeah, like I always knew that I was going to have my own company because number one, I never even wanted to own my own business. But I'm, right. I was, I'm one of those people where it's like, look, I'm cool working one or two jobs, getting my check, and That's then, it. you know, just creating or doing something on my own or just saving my money. I'm cool with that, but I was never the type that I wanted to own my own business. Now, my dad's side of the family and my mom as well, a lot of them own businesses. So now I'm understanding the importance of having something your own, even credit to you. You know, you've got your own podcast going and it's going up like from the first episode up until now. I can yeah. see the I can see the development and the growth of it. So that's that's just the attitude that yeah, no problem. That's that's yeah, just the attitude yeah, that I have yeah. towards this now where it's like I didn't plan this. Yeah. This 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 was supposed to happen and I'm just trying to enjoy my enjoy the moment of what's going on and what's gonna come from it. I think that's usually how it is though. You know, anybody who has a gift, as a talent, as a passion, you never really thought. <laughs> you would yeah. you would really be doing it you know what i mean yeah. you with your business me with this whole podcasting like you like i said bet you know i'm on a radio now i'm gonna just do this and da, 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 i have arrived and then you know I, I i think i talked about it when i read that book atomic habits by james mm-hmm. clear that my grandmother sent me and it's like that's kind of when you know, the tapping of the shoulder was just like, all right, man, you got to get this started. I'm like, man, I don't want to do no podcast. You know what I mean? So, but same thing, you know, mm-hmm. same, same thing, man. So I, I definitely, you know, think that's dope. Um, yeah. I, I had the same uh, quick, quick side. So I had the same, yeah. um, same experience. So my bear, so mind you, I'm, I'm like four or five months into like practicing bowling, learning, you know, how to, prepare this stuff that I need for this. Like, you know, I I'm ready now to take somebody out. So I did a trial run year. So my very first group of clients were friends from the shore. It was uh, Jasmine, uh, it was Remy and it was Bria. Mm-hmm. So they all came out. So mind you, I'm excited, but I'm fresh off of, you know, losing my job. Um, at the time, you know, me and my wife, we were going through relationship stuff. Uh, the pandemic was happening. It was just a lot going on. So I'm like, right. I, I just need this one thing. <laughs> to just to just one one this one thing to work. Bro, the, that was by yeah. far the worst <laughs> experience I ever I ever did. Like I ever did. And like they they left traumatized. I know they did. They probably won't say wait, 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 wait. You talking about all the people you just mentioned, it was the worst thing for them? It was the worst thing for for me, but I know they were a little scared. So but so long story short, you know, we had some technical difficulties that, you know, I I'm still fresh and new <laughs> in in the boat. You know, somebody got wet, you know, it, it was just and we were, you know, broke down, we got stuck, but we were right by the marina where we dock at, but we were still stuck. Um, yeah. you know, we in we in Middle River, Maryland. So if you know that area, you're kinda like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were a little skeptical. So I was I was reassuring them like, yo, yeah. we good. We good, we good, we good, and they and they enjoyed themselves. But um, yeah, after that day, I was just like, yeah, I don't think I'm cut off for this. And I think right then and there, I was just like, you know what? Let me keep pouring into it and just see what comes from it. And now it's just like it, it's like clockwork now. It feels very natural. Natural, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like what Steve talked about in the last joint. We talked about where his car got broken into. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then all yeah. his music was stolen. You you things like that make you second guess yourself. I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. 
am I really supposed to do this? Yeah. And it's, it's kind of challenging, man, especially when you're leaning on God because you don't know if this is him trying to tell you stop or keep going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But anything that is confusion and chaos is not him. You know what right. I mean? So, like, that's, like, the number one thing to remember when trouble comes in any avenue um, or yeah. any part of life, you know. But th- that happens, man. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, uh, that happens. I know. Robots. Um, Robots are a part of the road. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's how it goes. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? And it's like, I can remember when I first started this whole podcast thing, like, you know, I got because I, I do it for my job, for work, you know, on the mm-hmm. radio station I work for. But like, you know, I was like, I'm going to start my own. And I ended up like announcing the podcast, thinking that it was like on Apple and Spotify. And I didn't realize Apple makes you go through this whole different process mm-hmm. to upload it. So I'm, yeah, I got podcasts and I'm telling people about it. And they're like, oh, I don't I don't see it. Uh, you know what I mean? And like that shit is embarrassing. Like it's like, damn, but that, that's, <laughs> that's that's how you learn. You know what I mean? Right. I can remember my first time being embarrassed with anything. Well, I was like, maybe this is a sign. I don't know. I remember I was 22, 21. Mm-hmm. My very first radio commercial was for Upper Marlboro Ford, which was formerly Ted Britt Ford. Mm-hmm. And uh, the owner of Waldorf Ford that who I, I mean, me and Steve, matter of fact, me and Steve worked there. We washed cars together right after we graduated college. And uh, so I got my first commercial, my radio commercials on 96.3 WHUR. And I remember they gave me like the, the schedule. Commercial radio is a different, a little different from public radio, but oh, yeah. they gave me the schedule of when the commercial was supposed to air. So I remember I heard it myself driving down the road and I sounded terrible back then. Like, you know what I mean? Like I sounded, I was like, this is Waldorf for Harbor. Like I sounded like shit. Like, oh, y'all hit my stuff now. I sound smooth now. Like back then, like it sucked, you know. Um NPR ain't hit me up for no reason, you know. <laughs> so put that work in. Put the work in, you know. So I remember like I had my family all gathered around the kitchen. It was my parents, my brother girlfriend at the time you know what i mean it was all these people and i said yeah it's about to play and you hear this white guy come on the air and do the same commercial now they didn't tell me they had two other another person doing it so you know you're expecting to hear me come on and you hear this voice this is upper marlboro floor and and everybody kind of just looking at me like Yo, bro, were you lying? Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was so embarrassing. Like, my dad was like, son, did you did you really do the commercial or did you like, you know, and I was like, oh, God, I was so mortified, dog. So it's just, man, it makes for a good story. It makes it for does, a good man. story. Nah, it, it does. It does. But, you know, you can't fake them 10,000 hours. So, nah, you know, nah, once, nah, once, nah, you, once nah. you put it in where people see, people are doing the same thing to me, not people, but. You know, I had the same experience where it's like, you know, I'm putting in this work and, you know, it doesn't, it's nothing to show for it. I'm talking about it. Right. So, you know, with boating, it's, uh, having a boat is like having a house. It, there's mm-hmm. always going to be something wrong. So, mind right. you, I didn't launch until, you know, the middle of the beginning of July. And I didn't really get to start giving rides out, like, consistently until after the week of my wedding. And that was on the 27th of July. But before then, mm-hmm. you know, I was still giving rides out. But, I had people hit me up say, "Hey, you got the boats in the water yet?" I'm like, "Nah, like I'm, I'm, I'm telling people I got a boat, but it's not in the water yet, and it's sunny out, so it's hard right. for people to understand that. Like I'm only one person. I have, you know, my dad with me too, but we both work as well. 
but we can only put so much work in, but now it's, it, you know, the train is moving now. So now people see like, Oh, you really were putting in all the work. And I explained to them what I have to do to get it, the boats to look like this or to be, you know, to finally be active. So, well, man, look, the number one rule I've learned in at least entrepreneurship with me doing this, you doing your thing. If it's fast and cheap, it won't be good. Facts. If it's good, it won't be fast and cheap. <laughs> Maybe Facts. some Jones we done met with like that, but like yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was terrible. That was bad. It's bad, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to end it like, yeah, it's just me. It's me. It's never a dull moment, man. It's never. You know this, like you know what I mean. I, I, I felt like we switched roles because because yeah. <laughs> a, a few years ago I would have said something like that. You'd be like, y'all, oh, man, we oh, different. Come, I don't be giving on. a shit. Like I don't care. Yeah. Like. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I mean, I do. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like I'm not. You know, I'm. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Off the air brand is a different brand too. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, if you, if I'm like this, and I think what it is, because like my job being on public radio, I'm strictly just. You know what I mean? But I can be mm-hmm. myself on this. You know, yeah. like like Dave Chappelle said, you clicked on my face, so you know whatever. Exactly. But anyway, man, I definitely thank you for coming on, man. I think this is probably one this super dope episode, like I thought, but. You know what I mean? I always like to hear when like black men are fellowshipping, you know mm. what I mean? Talking about their come ups and their progress and their successes and achievements mm. and everything. Um now we kept this genuine because we know the missus misses both yeah. yours and mine are gonna listen to this. Um, but we'll have a different episode, you know what I mean? We'll uh <laughs> I want to get all, 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 all the line brothers in. We gotta have I was just about to say that. We got to have all nine of it. Well, Eric might be up in the air, but like we should. We... <laughs> <laughs> Eric, yo, Eric, Eric cannot come on air, bro. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Eric cannot. Eric cannot. I feel bad as I talked shit about him in the last episode, yeah, <laughs> but whatever. Um, he was on I his best behavior be at my wedding, though. He, he, huh? he was cool. I said he was on his best behavior at my wedding, though. I would hope he so. He don't want to get locked up with the Jamaicans, you know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I, I said, I'll tell you some stuff, some stuff off air one day. All right, bet, bet, bet. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, Sometimes Disingenuous podcast. We talk about morally and intellectually ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous things. Had the honor and privilege of having my seven on, Brandon, a.k.a. one of two of the et cetera, bros. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I yeah. appreciate you having me on the, one of the greatest upcoming podcasts, you know, out right now. So trust me, you, you'll enjoy it. So, Appreciate hope people are at work listening in their car when they got some time to kill you know yeah cooking. appreciate it i do got an idea though right. me you steve the etc bros podcast <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm, gonna talk, I'm gonna talk to steve about it. yeah 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 all right we'll, bet we'll go there we'll go that'll there. work that'll work <laughs>